Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. Hey guys, welcome back to Inside the Five. It's Will. And it's Griff. And in this week's episode, we're going to talk about uh, NHL free agency and some news. We got the NBA, we got week five of the NFL, and a little bit of MLB. We had the Rays and Astros playing. And uh, what do you got going, Griff? Uh, we're going to open this one up with Tweet of the Day, is what we're going to call it. It's a new segment. Uh, first off, congrats to the Lakers, 2020 yeah. NBA congrats champions. To the Lakers, shout out Kobe, yeah. and. Uh, Congrats to LeBron, finals MVP. Mm-hmm. thought it was going to be Anthony Davis. I made that prediction. Yeah. It honestly could have Probably gone either way. Have been. But, I mean, LeBron did bug the last few games. He yeah. kind of showed, showed right. what he was about. But our uh, tweet of the day is about Kobe. It says, one year ago this week, Kobe noticed that LeBron surpassed him in jersey sales. So he went up to LeBron and told him, it's because our, everyone already has my jersey. <laughs> that's such a Kobe thing to like yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, like, that's like so yeah. Kobe. It's like showing like who Kobe is. Like that's just like if you if you were asked who in the NBA ever would say that, you'd say Kobe. It's honestly like the mama mentality right there. Yeah. Like he's just such a competitor and mm. and, and speaking of the Lakers, congrats. Congrats Once again. Man. Yeah, they they um, it was definitely a, I I want to say it was they they earned it. They 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 faced the challenge with the Heat for a little while. Uh-huh. Jimmy Butler really showed up, showed out. I mean, obviously not this game. Yeah. Score did not did not show what the game was really about. Don't even you know what the score doesn't even matter. This game. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers. And Alex Crusoe is a starter in a closeout game in the NBA Finals that they won. Okay, that that true. That is true. <laughs> also, that him being labeled as starter might have been the weirdest headline ever. Yeah, like how this do you was sh- this was the headline. <laughs> This word for word, Alex Caruso is named starter in replace of Dwight Howard. <laughs> like, what is that even supposed to mean? Like, how do you start a point guard over a center? Like, how do you like switch that? Like, out? who was in? The, I honestly, I don't like. Yeah, it's we're we're obviously we're recording after the uh, the finals game yeah, Sunday, Sunday night, night and the MLB game. It's been a little while of games we've watched. I really don't remember who. Long like, night. I'm pretty sure AD started at center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like. Like what is that? What is that line? It literally said Alex Caruso was starting over Dwight Howard. I guess Caruso was no just sense. like running the five tonight. That's just so him. <laughs> this is so him. Yeah, well, I mean, we're not really gonna even talk about Game Five. I mean, Heat won. We all know that. Mm-hmm. We there was a the Heat had their chance this game to try to settle settle it down, try to get it to go to Game Seven. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Made sense. Jimmy Butler played like a ridiculous amount yeah, of minutes. You just like, can't like. You can't, can't rely on one person every single night, especially in the finals. Yeah, which goes back to our take saying, like, the Heat are almost there. You just need that one more yeah. guy. No, honestly, honestly, and also, as as we're talking about the NBA, I want to say shout out to Adam Silver for He's putting on a great... He's the champion. <laughs> the, the real MVP. I mean, he, he like, he, sent, like, what, how many teams was it? 16 teams yeah. to Disney and was like... Were don't free. get COVID, and they didn't get COVID. So he that's pretty much COVID. He pretty much is COVID. 
Nah, he beat COVID. He he basically it was him versus COVID in the NBA Finals, and he won. And like COVID isn't even in his vocabulary. Yeah, like, but no, but honestly, on on the real note, shout out him putting out a great great show in the bubble, Disney, all that. Like he said when he came on. Shout out Disney. Shout out Adam Silver. Thank you. Uh, from a fan's perspective. Yes, thank you for putting on NBA basketball. I, mean, I genuinely enjoyed it, even though it's a little salty to Celtics fans. Yeah, I mean, that I the didn't Lakers like to see won. the Lakers win, but I like but to see basketball. It's nice to see basketball. It's nice to see uh, someone crowned a winner yeah. in, in a in a very unlikely, unfortunate season as this has been. Right. It, it's really been crazy. But, yeah, I mean, getting to Lakers close out in six. Mm-hmm. And now it's now it's the off season. Yeah, I mean, and we have some early off-season news and rumors. News and rumors. We got a, a Warriors assistant, Mike Brown. He's most likely, we're going to say most likely, the Clippers head coach. Yeah. Like, they said he's emerging, but they said he's most likely going to be their guy. Kind of like this, seems like the same situation with Doc. How they're saying, like, he's probably going to be the guy. It's just him saying yes. Yeah. I feel like that's the same situation. And, and uh, I mean, yeah, that's going to be the second, the Warriors second like assistant that. that they lose in the year. I feel like... A lot of Warriors assistants go on and get bigger and better jobs. Makes sense. They were on a really good run. Yeah. So, um, we got some more news. We got some trade rumors. Uh, maybe a little potential trade between the Hawks and the Jazz with Trey Young maybe teaming up with Rudy Gobert. That's going to be really interesting. I, I heard about that. Uh, like, I don't know how I feel about Gobert really leaving that scenario. I mean, I don't really feel like that. That's such a weird two teams to trade with. I mean, obviously, the Hawks are going to have to give up. A decent amount of talent to get Gobert. Gobert's like he's just I mean, like he's that talent like him doesn't really come back, come around often. Yeah, but I feel like the Hawks would have to give up a lot of young talent, which I wouldn't really like to see. Probably John. And Collins I feel like if Gobert, if Gobert goes to the Hawks, it's kind of the same situation with the Jazz, where you have a offensive type guard, and then you just have that big center on defense. And I feel yeah. like. They were, like, decently successful, but it's not enough to get them over that hump. There's no way, like, I can, like, obviously, I don't know what the numbers were, what they were running for, what the trade possibly could be, but it just seems too one-sided for Atlanta in a way because they're getting a star player and they're just dumping out young talent to the Jazz. But, they like, the Jazz are, like, they just went from a playoff team to probably not even making the playoffs. The West is such a tight, like, eight teams that make it in like mm-hmm. I don't even see like they could be close but like there's so many other teams that possibly could have made the playoffs this year like they probably wouldn't come close and Donovan Mitchell is still like really really good but in the NBA you need to have like a duo yeah I mean team. I like I kind of understand why they were going with um Gobert because of that whole thing at the beginning of the not the lockout but the COVID situation that because he was the first player to get COVID on there and then they were talking about how he kind of ruined the chemistry between them because they yeah. trusted him and he did that mistake with all the mics and <laughs> that yeah they're right to that yeah I that, remember that happened that was, was a, that was a long time ago but <laughs> shout out Adam Silver again for putting on the show I mean yeah Adam Silver really just bounced back there's truly a heroic uh heroic performance from Adam Silver just over. The Honestly, COVID break I, I and kinda, coming back. It kind of looks like they're probably going to end up doing that again. I don't mind one bit. I know sick. it's weird seeing like no fans and stuff like that. But honestly, I kind of want to participate as a virtual fan. I feel like that'd be really cool. Yeah. Especially, I mean, they'll probably shorten the season and stuff like that. But continuing on with some other news. We got a lot of 76ers. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say a lot, but a decent amount of 76ers news. Um, maybe they should push for Buddy Heald because yeah. they need a shooter. They definitely need a shooter. They need a guard. Someone that can come in and... 
step in at the one or the two and move Ben Simmons down to the four because the way that the 76ers have been working with Ben Simmons at the one is he's obviously like not even a liability. He's just flat out bad from outside the three-point line. Yeah, every so year we hear that, the same story with him. That doesn't allow line. any spacing on offense and allows the defense to get easy doubles in the post and allow like anyone who's on Ben Simmons at the time, they'll go double team and beat. It really just like messes up really everything because they know Ben Simmons isn't going to shoot. Yeah, I mean, Buddy Heald, three-point champion, he can shoot the ball really well. I mean, he's honestly going to compliment Tobias Harris, too. And they have Matisse Thibault, too. Yeah, th- that, that starting lineup would be pretty good. I mean, I don't really know what they'd have to give up to try to get Buddy Heald. Right. I don't know if it'd be a lot, though, because the Kings, uh, I don't know how, like, what they really need. They need everything, kind of. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like as Except for bad as it is. Yeah, they have, they have, they have a stud deer in Fox. It's unfortunate, like, he's not on a better team because he's actually really good. But. Yeah, he is. And it, it you can't really see it. I mean, he's playing in Sacramento. You don't really see a lot of those games on prime time. But Darren Fox really is, like, good. Yeah, and then uh, some other 76ers, potential trades, which would actually land Embiid with the Nets. Yeah, kind of interesting. But I feel like the Nets have the pieces to do that. They got the young guys like Dinwiddie. They have Jared Allen. They could give up some picks. That and would, I feel like they could really. I get feel like him. that would be a trade that honestly benefits the 76ers in terms of kind getting of like a younger a rebuild, guy. A rebuilding process, which yeah. I feel like they should do. I mean, I know Doc probably doesn't want to rebuild, but honestly, it doesn't look like Ben Simmons and Embiid are getting along like well. I mean, maybe they could be friends. Like I don't really know. No, doesn't, it seems like they're getting along just like on the court. The it's way just that their chemistry on the court is not and good. The, this their styles of play are just like too similar. Yeah, I agree. I, like. I don't know. I feel like because Ben Simmons can't shoot, it causes way too much of a situation yeah. on who gets the ball. Because MB takes threes. Like, all five of their guys are literally on the three-point line, and, and they just swing the ball around like no one's moving. And you know who's a free agent this year who could actually be a really good move for the 76ers, maybe on a short-term deal? CP3. CP3, right? yeah. yeah. He's coming. He had a great season this year with the Thunder. I mean, he looks like he can still play. He's getting up there in age, but maybe like a two-year deal, maybe one or two years yeah, I mean, I, with I, the Sixers I, if they want to keep that roster going. And even if they can get Buddy Heald, too. That spaces it out, too. If they, if honestly, if they can put, if they can get those two guys, mm-hmm. that honestly helps them I feel like a, if they were to get Buddy Heald, they would definitely give up someone like a Tobias Harris. So I feel like their lineup would be maybe CP3. They're really just gaining um and then they'd have Simmons and Embiid. Yeah. And then they've had someone at the three. I, I mean, know, if or, they have to give up Tobias Harris for or Buddy Heald, the yeah. they're really just, just gaining youth. Right. And which would which, be very, which is very Which is good for longevity for them to try to make the playoffs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, we have Isaiah Thomas wanting to make a comeback. I feel like the only team he could go to is the Celtics. I don't know if that's a great move for the Celtics, seeing that they already have. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's four. Point guards on the bench. We have currently. way too many guards. We need a center and and we, we just need someone that's big. And I would can get I would like love to see Isaiah Thomas make a comeback. I mean, yeah, obviously, awesome. it's very sentimental to the Celtics standpoint because like he did such a yeah. good job with us, and it was kind of hard to see him. Go yeah, for I mean, Kyrie. it was a, it was that, a great run. that was just a bad situation. I'm gonna be. Honest. I feel like we definitely won that trade though. <laughs> oh, and it's yeah, sad to we, see. Yeah, it, Isaiah it, go. We won that trade. And it, yeah, like you said, it's sad to see him go. But like in the end, we we won the next one too. Yeah, We're getting Kemba we too. Ended up getting Kemba out of it. Lost Terry Rozier, which is unfortunate. He was really good for a backup. Good, but yeah. honestly, like he's a young guy. I felt like his. I respected his decision to kind of want to take on his team by himself and kind of develop something. Yeah, I just thought like, it was kind of weird because like, like, I mean, he was a six man. 
Yeah, I know. I I kind of felt like it was too like he was a little. It was young. a little early. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, but I respect it though. Yeah. He he wants to put the team on his back. Yeah. I mean, he felt like if they were gonna get a point guard after well. Well, when uh, Kyrie got hurt, he stepped up big time. He did in so the playoffs. So he, he really proved himself that he was, like, pretty good player. And I, yeah. felt, I feel like, in, in a way, he was right. But we'll but see. Like, we'll I mean, see. it's kind of like one of those where it's, like, you make a playoff run, and it happens in every sport. And you really think, like, teams kind of get it in their heads, like, this guy's legit. But you never know if it's just that one playoff run or, like, what, what it really is, if he's really going to really be that good, like, really at all times. Been, it, it could be, like, the total thing, like, opportunity with the situation you're yeah. given. It's, like... Just being it, put in, like, the too, perfect situation. Yeah, it, it honestly was. I mean, I feel like he was playing good throughout that whole season, mm-hmm. and it was only a matter of time before he, like, had the ability to step up and try I to mean, make a move. I mean, he's still, like, he's he can play. Like, he's he still good. did good in Charlotte. But, like, like he doesn't... Just, I don't really think he's someone that should, like, lead a team. I feel like they need someone better over there. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's the work getting young players. Like, yeah. Kind of like how the move is for everything. Right. I mean, I don't really know what else the Celtics could do besides get a big man. I, I mean, they, they really need a big man. I feel like trading would be kind of tough, and I feel like when we talk trades, we're probably going to end up having to talk, like, Gordon Hayward. Hayward at, at the, or at the, at Brown the end of the day. or... Well, I mean, we, maybe smart. We can't really get rid of Brown because we signed that big old contract. True. I mean, I don't want Tatum's next, so we're we're losing cash. So trade really is the only way we can do it. And Gordon Hayward's on a one year deal. I like Hayward. I like him off the bench. He's I do he only too. has one more year on his deal, and I hope he signs back maybe for a little less. That'll open up some cap space. Like if if like if reworking the contract. Like honestly, I would take a next next. A full season with these guys again because mm-hmm. if Agreed. we can well we can get robert williams back on track hopefully he can become our starter i think tice and, will be 29 next year yeah, he'll be 29 years old i mean he's still got bad. some time he's still on got time he, he's i mean he proved I mean, to be a pretty good player yeah i mean he did get a little exposed but he was kind of like it's kind of late in his career obviously to, but it's never too late in a way right it's never too late for i mean because someone like him to it, step it up he was drafted when he was 26 yeah like he was like little, he's he was, still like Young in terms of years in this league, he played a lot of pro ball overseas, and his NBA prime. Yeah, like, like you never know. Like it's a it's a different could, game. I mean, yeah, he could really like. I feel like he's still progressing, and he's still young in terms. Like he's still only twenty eight. That's young yeah. for like a person in general. And I think he's really good, but I feel like we just need someone a little bit taller, a little bit more athletic. Yeah, and Robert Williams is really that guy too. I mean, we have Taco, but like he's he's like a ridiculous height. <laughs> yeah, Taco's like, like too tall. Yeah. Like you you like can't even and, move. And I really and I really do like Ennis Cantor. He's a good offensive rebounder. He's good offensively. He just can't he just, play defense yeah, at all. If they can get his defense up, I mean, I always see him working out and stuff like that, trying yeah. to get his grind on and everything, but who knows. But yeah, um say we're going to get into our, our new segment. We got the NHL free agency brought to you by Pulk Culture, the expression of hockey through art. Shout out yes, Pulk Culture. Shout out Pulk Culture. Um, we're going to start off with some Bruins news. I mean, sure. obviously something we don't like to see is Tory Krug signing that seven-year deal with the Blues. Yeah, I mean, kind, of a, and a, half kind of a long contract in hockey terms, especially when you're leaving a team to go to someone else. Usually you see like a re-sign for a long deal, but... Yeah, I was going to say... Leaving a team and signing a seven-year deal, he doesn't even really know what it's like over in St. Louis. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. He had some beef in the Stanley Cup Finals with a couple of Blues players two years ago. It's just going to be interesting. Tory Krug was very good for us on defense. 
Yeah, he was a big part of our team. I I liked him a lot. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I didn't really. Ex- I thought they would probably try to sign him back. I, I, did they not offer? I don't think they offered. I don't him think they money, offered him enough. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because I know we we were talking about this not obviously on the pod like just to ourselves. We were kind of saying like it's kind of like a weird signing. It's like almost like a basketball kind of deal in yeah. a way because usually you see like I mean like Ov and like the stars in the league sign back with their team who For are good a long time. Yeah. And, like he's he's young, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird seeing this kind of deal. And but I mean, if we have to give up someone like a Tory Krug to sign someone like a Taylor Hall, who's in talks, maybe signing with the Bruins, that would be huge. I definitely wouldn't be upset with that. Taylor Hall is very very talented. Yeah, he's very good. I, I like Taylor Hall a lot. He's he's a cool he's a cool player. Uh, I think I mean he made some moves last off season. He went from. The Devils, I think. Where did he go to? The, I know he started on the Devils. He I then went to Arizona, Arizona, Arizona and Edmonton. Edmonton. Yeah, and then I think I think he went from Edmonton to the Devils. And I believe. Yeah, it's and, looking like he's going to be signing with the Sabers. Oh, it's just it just happened. It actually just happened. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, it's looking like a one-year, eight million dollar deal with the Buffalo Sabers. That's very interesting. Yeah, that's actually a very good signing for the Sabres, wow. too. Well, I guess breaking news. It, was, it did happen yeah. four hours ago, but new, new to us, we I, mean, I didn't really see anything about it. We've been watching NBA, NFL. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of cool. We got some breaking news right away. I mean, we we were just going to talk about how good he would be for the Bruins. Like, yeah, he would be an I awesome guess, help. I guess he's not going to be on the Bruins. He's going to be on the Buffalo Sabres. I did I did hear the Bruins offered him um, a short-term deal as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it doesn't look like we got stifled out of a deal yeah and i mean <laughs> honestly that's gonna be an exciting combo with jack eichel too that's true they're gonna I forget about that shout out sabers though that's a good sign yeah for them. shout out to sabers um we got blue jackets signing um miku koivu wants to try to win a win a cup with a them puck, a little cup Ooh, yeah a little cup chaser yeah that's interesting just I mean, a short one year one and a half mil I mean, it's pretty obvious at that point. You're just chasing. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of coming to the end of his career. I mean, another person that's coming to the end of his career, puck or cup chasing. Excuse me. One year, one and a half million dollar deal as well. Henrik Lundqvist, obviously a very talented goalie, signed with, with the, the Capitals. Yeah, I mean, yeah. definitely a team that could probably win it again. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past Ovi's, the Caps. Ovi's like, getting up there. Lundqvist is getting up there. It's gonna be the last few years. It's also kind of sad for Rangers fans. He's been like literally their guy yeah, for so long. So long. Like seeing him leave, like that—that that was probably the biggest breaking news. Like hearing that he was leaving. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of made sense in a way, though. Right, yeah, it was it did. kind of time for them to move on. Yeah, we got some trades going on as well early. Yeah, we got the Leafs trading Andreas Johnson to New Jersey for Joey Anderson. Interesting trade we got there. Yeah. Then we got another New Jersey trade. We got Ryan Murray gets traded from. The Blue Jackets, Blue Jackets, and the Devils have been in, been in the free agency talk. I know they've been all over the place. Couple of trades, couple yeah. of signings. I mean, Ryan Murray's a good defenseman. I mean, I know injuries have kind of like hurt his career, but maybe he could, maybe he could get something done. Right. I mean, he's a good defenseman, and Columbus. Mm. I mean, they they had some talent. It's kind of weird to see a trade like that. I guess it's kind of from injuries. Yeah, I New mean, Jersey's kind of in a rebuild mode. It seems like they're yeah. trying to get some more talent. I, I feel like I feel like that's a move for Columbus just because of his injuries. I mean, obviously Ryan Murray wants to probably put those injuries in in the dirt, put it yeah. in the past, and try to move on. And which he hopefully can. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. I mean, we probably got the coolest thing we're gonna talk about other than <laughs> the new team in the league, the new, new boys. Columbus. 
I don't know why I thought it was so cool, but like during the draft, obviously we saw the third pick of the draft. We got Tim Stutzel from the Shout Senators. Out Tim Stutzel. He seemed he's gonna be pretty good. It looks like third pick. They did the good old Jeopardy. Um, who is Tim Stutzel? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. They did that. I mean, it is the Sens. They're not really that good. You but, know what's crazy, Will? But maybe Stutzel can. You know what's crazy? Well, he's literally our age. No, this dude is literally younger than you. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, he is actually younger than me. Almost, almost by a year too. Like literally, almost, almost exactly a month to being a year older than me. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. We're freshmen in college. It's kind of weird seeing like people our age get drafted. They're literally just getting like bank, like, and then we're just sitting here on a podcast. And like, I want to be Tim Stutzel. Looks like a stud, though. He, I'm going to say this right now, he is the Joe Burrow of hockey. He just, like, looks like a stud. Like, like he looks cool. Yeah. He's got the flow going. Keep my eyes on Stutzel this season. He's he's German. I mean, six feet tall. Plays a little, He just plays forward. He can play center. He can play wing. I heard his main position is center, but, I mean, he's exciting. I've seen a couple highlights on him. I mean, yeah. yeah, I feel like it's a good pickup. Third pick. Third pick, so he's yeah. he's up there. He seems cool. He seems like a stud. Maybe maybe he can help the Sens a little bit. They're yeah. they're 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 like a decent team. Yeah. I don't know. That it's not really anything special. I mean, I guess the highlight besides him getting drafted to them is Jeopardy. <laughs> 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 Who is Tim Stutzel? Um <laughs> on the new team, we got Seattle Kraken. Yeah, and team. uh speaking of the Seattle Kraken we are Bruins fans, but we are also a uh, Seattle Kraken fan podcast. Yeah, the the not Seattle fan, Seattle Kraken not fan podcast. Non-Kraken Kraken podcast. What's Kraken? This is the Kraken podcast. <laughs> yes, but no, definitely Bruins fans before the Kraken. Don't get that. <laughs> but then up. Kraken right after that. Yeah, then Kraken and then Golden Knights. Shout out the Golden Knights. Yeah, and then that's it. Yeah, I mean, I saw their potential roster. They looked pretty good, but... I mean, maybe they can make an interesting run this season. We I saw mean, we saw the Golden Knights yeah. do it their first year. I mean, it's kind of weird seeing another expansion team going right after the Knights. Like it's yeah. only been a few years, right? But, but I mean, I, shout out I'm, Seattle for picking up Seattle, an NHL team. I mean, they have a good fan base. Though the way that Seattle works is like no matter what sport it is, even like WNBA, like no no shots at the WNBA, but they still get like a good amount of fans. Like no matter yeah, what, like, like their sports fan- out there, are, like big, like like yeah. they love, like their fan base is like awesome, and they're very loyal. And it's like no like matter ours. what, like yeah, like their football team, obviously my football team, the Seahawks, they have such a big fan like appreciation with the twelfth man, and they're very loyal. And like they're not even like strictly football fans, and the people that are just strictly football fans. They're going to be Seattle Kraken fans because that's just the way that Seattle works. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, yeah. the, like, I'm not going to say, like, like I mean, I like the Bruins a lot. I mean, I was really into hockey when I was younger. I mean, I mean, I still am a little bit. I mean, I like watching it. Like, it's cool. Like, Yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, mean shadow Seattle. Sh- Next shout up, Seattle. maybe a basketball team. I was going to say that, too. Hopefully, maybe a basketball team soon. Yeah. But, yeah, also, shout out Paul Culture. 100%. Paul um, Culture. Thanks for sponsoring our NHL section of this podcast the uh, expression of hockey through art shout out puck culture yeah uh we had game one of the alcs rays versus the astros 
the Rays actually took it two to one today. Kind of raise up. Some may say surprising. Some may say not. Raise up, baby. We do not want the Astros to win. No, the Rays gotta like stop the banging on the drum for I mean, the, the Astros. <laughs> I'm sick of it. The Astros scored in the first inning. Rays uh, back-to-back innings, fourth and fifth, both scored one. Ended up taking two to one. Some may say a boring game. I'm more of a pitcher's duel type of guy, anyways. Some may call me old-fashioned. I like to see pitchers. I like seeing a little bit of both, but honestly, I, I don't mind. I like watching. I, mean, I like watching the long ball. Like. If I like the, the high score Astros, it's a good day for me. That's really all that matters. Hundred percent. And also, I wanted to say that um, MLB's playing every day this week. Like they're playing back to back to back they're, to back. Every, I mean, they're they're not playing around with this series. Originally, they did a bad like. I mean, I don't want to say bad job. They didn't do a good job of like promoting their uh, series and promoting their games. But they've done a good job so far during the championship series. Yeah, I mean, I did, I did play fantasy baseball this year. Shout out me though. I was at the very almost at the very bottom. Made the comeback. <laughs> you made the, the comeback. Made the comeback. Eleven to fourth place. Almost was in the money. I was Aww. almost in the money. I was one game off. I mean, <laughs> the pitchers folded for me that week. But also, I think because a lot of my pitchers were playoff teams. Yeah. So they probably didn't play on yeah, that last right. week. So, but you know, we were almost in the money there. Almost. I almost. mean, that's just Will's story of his fantasy life. Yeah, like fantasy has not been good for me the past few years. Past know. ever. Not. Nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. No. <laughs> but yeah, let's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's, looking forward to some MLB action this week. But yeah, I mean, we got the main. Day. We got the main action. Well, I actually think that the Rays play the Astros tomorrow. Wednesday. They literally play tomorrow, as well as the Dodgers game plays tomorrow. Yeah, so I mean, there's gonna be two games. Hey. There's gonna be two games a day starting tomorrow. That's, that's a great job by the MLB because I, I mean I'll be steady watching MLB baseball tomorrow. probably all week. I mean we yeah. we only got one one Monday night game and we got a Tuesday, Tuesday night, night game. Game we don't have a Thursday night game. We don't have yeah that's which true. We'll get to uh, yeah yeah. And speaking of these games, let's get right into the NFL week five. We got we started off the today actually with some news. Yeah. Obviously, I wasn't too happy about it because I want to see the Patriots play. I mean, that's right. my team. Yeah, obviously, they got postponed against the Broncos. We have a lot of schedule changes. Will, if you want me to go through it, I will. Yeah, you can go right through it. Yeah, I mean, we got the Broncos and the Patriots. Instead, they'll be playing next week at 1 p.m., um, and that's going to force a lot of movement throughout the league. Yeah, they're um, going to change a lot. Yeah, and Kansas City and Buffalo, um, the they were supposed to play this Thursday. Obviously, Buffalo has to play on Tuesday. So they're going to get moved to October 15th. It's going to be a Monday night at 5 p.m. Jets-Dolphins also has to get moved. That's going to be week 10 at 4 o'clock. It's going to be an interesting game. Usually, Jets-Dolphins is a 1 o'clock game. East Coast yeah. game, obviously. Um, the Jets also have to make another move with the Chargers, <laughs> which, I mean, it's kind of just a domino effect now. Um, they are, are Now we're going to have to be week 11. Um, and now the Chargers are going to have to make another move against the Jaguars from week eight to week seven. They're going to play at four twenty-five. The Chargers another move with the Broncos. Now it's all kind of coming back together. Um, they have to get moved from week eleven to week eight. The Chargers once again. I don't know why they just had to move every single Chargers game ever, but now it's completely it adding up because thing. now it's Chargers Dolphins, and we're back week seven to week ten. It's going to be a 4 o'clock game again. The Dolphins just steady having 4 o'clock games. And then we're going to wrap it up. All the pieces are now together. The Dolphins will play the Broncos. Supposed to be week 6. Now it's going to be week 11. 
at 4 o'clock. I mean, just kind of a lot of moves, but I think it was a great job by the NFL getting right to it and yeah. moving around all these games, trying to find Definitely. out what's going to work, and they made it work, yeah. which is good. Because we're at the part of the season where we're having our first bye weeks. Yeah. I mean, we had that awkward Steelers-Titans scenario last week. Yeah, which kind of started off like the whole season, like yeah. what's going to happen? Are a lot of games going to get postponed? And if they do, how are you going to move around the schedule? Yeah. And the NFL kind of showed... A I'm little, sure soon. Yeah, they, the NFL kind of showed a little bit of what they will do, and they did a very good job. They got right on top of it. I feel like, I mean, if you left it up to me and Will, we would not have gotten to it that fast because it seemed like a lot of work to move that many games. Like, looking at the schedule, like, I wouldn't have even, like, thinking about that, like, look how many Chargers games got moved also both up, but different, <laughs> <laughs> different, different story there. Like, like that's so weird. Yeah. Because what it looks like they had, what, in week eight by? Yep. Because they had to move all their games around that, and it looks like the Dolphins had to rework their schedule back into their bye again, which mm-hmm. which they're a whole different scenario. they got max capacity, which that's nuts. That's just like, I don't even know That's a Florida why thing. you would even want to do that in general. Like, at this point, if you're seeing so many games get moved around, like, why do you want to have fans in the stadium at all? Like, and I know it's kind of. I like get a little players. worried when I see that because, like, yeah. I, I really want the season to go on. And I know we're postponing it's, it because of the players, but at the same time, if you have an if you have an outbreak well. from the fans, the fans are kind of close to the players. Every single player gets it. Two teams has to have to postpone like two weeks, yeah. and that's going to cause some real problems. Yeah, I mean, I think the teams that have like quarter capacity, less than half capacity, it doesn't really look like it's that it's bad not at that all. Bad, yeah. Like I know the. The Texas teams got that going. Mm-hmm. It doesn't and look Kansas that bad. Kansas City does as well. Kansas City does. Pittsburgh had first fans today. Yeah, and then there's some teams like the Pats, the Seahawks. They're not allowing any, yeah. which is kind of just like a safety precaution. Obviously, it's going to work out a lot better. Also, it really depends on how their state's doing, too. I mean, right. I know we're kind of... We're in the red. We're definitely we're, in the red. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in the red. But And I know early in Corona times, Seattle was not good at all. They were really bad. And... So, the I mean, worst part was like it was all it. in CenturyLink, like it yeah. was all at that stadium because of the XFL. Oh, yeah, I for, totally forgot <laughs> yeah. about that. That's where like it all started. Yeah, that's literally where it started, which is crazy. But yeah, let's get right into. Well, speaking of Texas teams, we have Texans the, taking the Jags yeah. after after the firing of their head coach <laughs> and GM and GM the the dual threat. I mean, I guess in the front office. What what you have to do to win games is fire your head coach. Bill O'Brien's gone. They won thirty to fourteen over the Jags. I mean, it kind of makes sense. The Texans too. are good. Yeah, um, their new interim is now the oldest coach to ever coach in a be a head coach in an yeah. NFL game. I think it was literally only by one year. I mean, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, kind of interesting stat. Cooks finally played good after a couple weeks of folding. Yeah. Will obviously has him in fantasy because Will's the king of drafting people that don't do good, and then he will sit them, and then they'll do I really didn't good. Even, didn't even. <laughs> it's a bad just throwing direct shots at will yeah it was a bad fantasy week hopefully we can come out the win this week yeah i mean i mean it's looking like we're gonna win wait, i got so, the tuesday game so you started off three and oh was it three and oh then i lost to you last week which, which was inedible and oh wow english <laughs> okay well i mean you were due to lose to me let's be honest you don't beat me in fantasy yeah i haven't beat you in fantasy in like three years yeah. but we had a close game though yeah well like, we, it came we're down the best, to that we're the two best in the league right yeah now. and then i'm playing our boy kev this week shout out kev shout, shout out kev um uh, you're not winning josh <laughs> allen's the goat you coming right from your mouth 
Whoa. All right. Moving on. We got maybe the worst game of the week. Actually, probably, yes, the worst game of the week. The most predictable game of the week. Ravens yeah, took the Bengals. Probably, probably 27 to 3. Week. Joe Burrow did not look good. We said he would look good, and we knew the Ravens were going to win, but Burrow put up. No points on offense. He had a couple fumbles. I think he might have had one or two picks. They were on shutout watch like the whole game. Yeah. I like know. I was watching the game and I was like, oh my God, there's going to be no points this game. Seemed like there was a little bit of beef between the two LSU players, yeah, Patrick Queen. Queen. Um, I guess they didn't get along well at LSU. It looked I don't like really Queen know the, got the best of them. Story, I don't know the story yeah. either. Nah, but I don't either. Yeah, it's just kind of interesting. Only um, reason why we said that was the worst game of the week, I really only watch Red Zone. I mean, I do have the Pats game going on on like my laptop sometimes, or I'll just keep flipping back and forth. But there was no Pats game this week. There was no Pats game this week, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And also messed up my fantasy team with Melvin Gordon. But the reason why we think it's the worst game of the week is they got no Red Zone time. Yeah, no, that's kind of like what the worst game of the week is for us. As young fans, you like to see scores. Yeah. I mean, it was just kind of boring. Didn't like hear much and, like, from them. The worst part is... Like, I went up against Lamar in fantasy this week. He didn't even have a good week. He had, like, 13 points. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a weird game both ways. I mean, I don't know. It was, was just a boring. I was honestly kind of expecting something out of it the was a boring this week. week. T. Higgins had a few catches, though. I said he was going to play decent. I think mm-hmm. he had a decent game, even though he didn't score yeah. much. Three points. But um, moving right on to another coach firing as of recent, a few hours ago, yep. uh, Dan Quinn. Uh, coached and coached his last game. Yeah, I got fired right after the game. Right after they lost to the Panthers, twenty-three to sixteen. Todd Gurley looked very good. Matt Ryan didn't look good again. Um, they're missing a lot of pieces, and a piece that they really needed to let go was Dan Quinn. They finally did. He yeah. was way overdue. Yeah, they, he was like, I, it's it's tough to say like stuff like that to like coaches saying like they're due to be fired, but like. After that Pats loss in the Super Bowl, yeah. I was kind of surprised. Like even they had a bad fall after the Super Bowl too. He, Makes sense. They it really like haven't done anything loss. after that. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like just to talk about like their team. Like Julio Jones is in trade rumors and stuff like that. It looks like they're maybe gonna blow up the team it, a little bit. I'm. I mean, he was originally in trade rumors, but now that Dan Quinn is gone, I I think that's just all gonna. I think it's going to blow be away. Out. Yeah. I mean, obviously we heard Julio maybe to the Pats. I don't really think that's going to happen. I, I don't think so either. I mean, obviously I would love to see that happen. I mean, it would be cool, but yeah, I just like really don't see it being a reasonable move for the Falcons, especially because Julio. I mean, like Julio is just a beast. They he, just, he's honestly a Falcon forever. Yeah, like I, I, I would never even, no reason to give him up. Yeah, and like you said, TG three looked great. Yeah, and. Probably, if not the game of the week. I mean, Pro- yeah, no, I'd say this is the game of the week. The Even though we week. haven't seen, actually, you know what? Maybe the Sunday night game was low key the game of the week. But it could have been. I mean, I also, also think the Steelers week. could have been one of the games of the yeah. week too. They had a good game. Upset of the week though, definitely the Raiders beating the Chiefs. Raiders putting up a forty bomb. They hung forty on the Chiefs, and, and I have the Chiefs defense in fantasy. They put up negative five for me. Yeah, that was not, not a good outing for their defense. Um, I don't want to hype up the Raiders so much because we did what the the Cardinals and well everyone did, but they did win this week. Well, we're gonna get there, but <laughs> the Raiders, I believe, are legit. No, I really think they're legit too. Um, the AFC West is wide open for that second spot. I mean, the Chiefs, even though they beat the Chiefs, they'd have to go on like a miracle run to claim that number one spot. Oh yeah, I mean. I think they should be happy with claiming number two because they honestly might not even get a wild card. Yeah, because of that extra spot, they right. they they might luck out if they keep a good enough record. They might not even end up with a wild card. I still think they could probably defeat 
whoever they play if they play wild card. Uh, I, I definitely agree. Um, Nelson Aguilar kind of showed out after that a long tough ball season, touchdown. After a tough season with the Eagles, and then Renfro started off slow. Got, got it together in the Henry second Ruggs half. Henry played well. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of targets on offense. It's kind of weird. They have Waller. They Waller have had a good game. Witten. I don't know why Witten's still in the league. They have another tight end on that team good. that was like came in with Waller, too. He's a rookie. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name, but he's pretty good, too. Yeah, I mean, they have, they have good offense, and they have Abram on defense. They have a decent D- defense. Decent defense. Yeah, I mean, a low-key, low-key team. Low-key team. Yeah, and um, speaking of the Cardinals, my lock of the week. Mm-hmm. I'm 2-0 with my locks of the week. We started last week. Um, Cardinals defeat the Jets 30-10. to I mean, really wasn't a great game. I mean, no, good, Jets looked good. Awful. honestly, the Cardinals really needed this bounce-back week after two losses. Another hot seat, even though Will said we don't like to call hot seats like that, but especially yeah, it's you're going to have to. Yeah, like, that's just like what we do. Yeah, G- Adam Gase, Gase. Gase. Like, honestly, Gase is overdue. Like, overdrive just never happened. I don't know if it, like, maybe it was like a malfunction or something, but, like, no, maybe I, it'll I, happen I, next I think, week. like, the, the gear shifter is just broken. <laughs> like, they're in the shop right now. Yeah. Maybe, just give it a couple more weeks when Sam Darnold comes back, if he does, and Flacco can just go back to the bench because Flacco didn't look good. Their offense didn't look good. Their defense no. didn't look that, good. Special teams three, didn't look Like, good. at the very beginning of the game, they should have just kicked that field goal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, on fourth and one in the red three zone. Three and one, then fourth and one. And then they got stopped. It was literally one yard. I mean, yeah, we I mean, can say this to any other team, too. Like, it happens, but, like, it's just the Jets. Such a Jets that, thing. It's such a Jets move. And then, potentially, the up there for game of the week as well. I mean, I still think I'm going to give it to the Raiders this week. It was a great game to watch. Mm-hmm. But Steelers-Eagles. Steelers, 38. Eagles, 29. Steelers, 1. Uh, Eagles kind of almost gave them a hard time. Eagles put up a... Good amount against a nice Steelers defense. It's yeah, kind I know. of surprising. But Chase Claypool probably had the best day out of all, all the rookies, rookies. Maybe even everyone in general. Yeah. He put up four touchdowns. The rookie from Notre Dame. Big physical receiver. He has uh, good route running. And he's fast. I mean, he could really... I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if we're going to see a rookie wide receiver yeah. performance like that for the rest of the season. Not this season. He kind of reminds me of DK Metcalf's season last year. Obviously, DK Metcalf didn't have a four-touchdown performance. But, like, he's big. He's physical. I heard some comparisons to Julio Jones. Like, he's just... He's so fast, too. Um, Also, he was... As a rookie, he was the first player to score rushing and receiving touchdowns since... um, Franco Franco Harris. Harris. Yeah, I mean, that's... Good company. Good, very with. good company. Uh, Obviously, another, that was rookie. That's a rookie stat. Right. Not, right, not right. ever. Not in general. Yeah. Well, also another record that they broke. It's the first time they've been 4-0 since 1979. 1978 and 1979, they both started off 4-0. Kind of a surprising like record because yeah. the Steelers have been up there. They've been very competitive. The, the, they've won a couple the, of Super Bowls. Those are Terry Bradshaw days. Yeah, but like, how are you not 4-0? With Ben. Like, in general, yeah. from 1979 on. Like, they've been, like, consistently good. Yeah, I feel like they always either lose that first game of the season or that fourth game. I don't like Like, last year, well, they I, started off slow. I feel last like they year usually was have to play game. the Ravens. They usually play the, the Ravens four, which they didn't this year. And they played the Pats early, too. They played the Pats last year, first game of the Sunday yeah. Night Football. Good they game. usually just, like, they, they usually have a tough schedule, which they do this year, but they're a very good team. Yeah. I don't really like how the defense gave up 29 to the Eagles. I don't know if that's like a Carson Wentz thing or if that's a defensive breakdown. Because mm. the defense didn't look awful, but like maybe it was just because the offense was putting up so many points that the Eagles were just due for some points. 
Um, I think the Eagles are due. Wentz was kind of doing yeah. away. But from I mean, a top, th- they beat the 49ers last week, right? From a top, th- yeah. But from a top three defense, that's not really what you want to see. You no, know? I mean, I don't expect they're gonna let 29 points slide by them every week. But yeah, no, maybe I think the bye week. I think it's just because the bye week, the bye probably. week, and the combination of their offense putting up so many yeah. points, they were just due. But yeah, shout out the Steelers four and zero. Yeah, I mean, especially after that weird bye week they had. Yeah, just that's tough. Right back. Yeah, Ben looked good, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Juju looked good. James Conner looked good. They Obviously, looked Chase good. Chase Claypool looked amazing. They have some talent, and they could they could really make a run this year. Yeah, I agree. And we have um, well, obviously we had a game, but story of the week, I would say Alex Smith return. Alex Smith return. Rams yeah. do win thirty to ten, but the real story of that game is Alex Smith's amazing return. What a football story! Yeah. And I just like to I like to like break down their quarterback situation. So obviously last week. Dwayne Haskins was the starter. You get a stomach illness, stomach bug, whatever. And it wasn't even that. He got demoted, not even a second string, but to third string. And then the day of, like a stomach bug. Yeah, I don't know. I think kind of weird. And then Kyle Allen gets hurt. And, I mean, Alex Smith comes in. Truly, like, a really great story. Something that, like, is just really good to see. He said he only really did it. To, just to like show his kids that like a good lesson. Yeah, I mean, which honestly, is a really good job. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot of respect to yeah. Alex Smith. So shout out I've to always Alex liked Smith. Alex Smith. He was good with the Chiefs. He's good with just, the 49ers yeah. too. He was actually really good with the 49ers. Yeah. He's just kind of like getting hurt in the yeah. bad situations. It was kind of scary to see Aaron Donald jump on him today. Yeah, I know. But, I was I mean, when I was watching the game. I was like, I would have felt so bad if like I hurt him. Yeah. Like if I was playing on defense. Yeah, but honestly, I would have like just, just like held story. them. You know, like. When you get like tack, like when you make a tackle, kind of like you just hold someone up instead of like actually putting them on the ground, like yeah, I, just, yeah, just like a kind of a paranoid type situation. Yeah, but, but at the same time, you're an NFL player. Yeah, so he he chose to make that risk to go play again. But shout out Alex Smith. Yeah, definitely. Um, next game we got going, a <laughs> surprising game as the Dolphins just put up 43 magically on the 49ers' head. 49ers are only jumping 17. Fitz Magic just kind of went off. I mean. Yeah, just looking at Tua, I guess, on the sideline, and it's just like stay over there. Like, I, this is all me. I, like, you think the Dolphins could do this all season? I don't know. The Dolphins are surprisingly actually really good. I mean, I thought they were going to be decent because I didn't expect the Patriots to sign Cam Newton. Like, I didn't think that was going to be like anything that was going to happen. But right, and they're I mean, young. Dolphins did good. Fitz Magic hung forty three on them, thirty at halftime, and went twenty two for twenty eight and three hundred fifty yards. He had a really good game. I think that was the best game he's had all really, season. Really, really good game. Yeah, I mean, just kind of like insane from Ryan Fitzpatrick. We've seen him, we've seen him go off in like these situations the first few weeks. Remember when he had the QB battle in Tampa with Jameis Winston? He kind of yeah. went off, and then they finally sat him. Um, I don't think that's going to be the same situation once no, again. Yeah. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick's just gonna. Kind of ride out the season, see what they can do. He's kind of getting up there in age, the Harvard grad, but he's still balling. He really is. I mean, they do have a bright future in their backup too. But mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to get right to the next game. Some sad news, but we can cover the game. We'll first. cover the game first. This is my lock of the week. Uh, I had the Giants in a spread. Spread was minus eight mm-hmm. or plus eight, plus eight. Giants plus eight. They ended up losing by three, so I still covered. I did say the Cowboys were going to win. They just weren't going to win by more than two scores. Um, sadly, Dalton had to come in. Andy Dalton came in because yeah. of Dak Prescott. Yeah. I mean, everyone yeah. who's listening to this probably already knows. 
Dak Prescott had a very gruesome ankle injury. Had surgery tonight. I uh, think it's... Prayers up to Dak. Yeah, the exact same injury that... recovery. Gordon Hayward had. Yeah, I Gordon think, I think it the was. the exact same injury. Like the dislocation fracture. Mm-hmm. He got surgery the night of. Uh, so hoping for a speedy recovery. He was balling this season. Yeah, I mean, he was. I know he was really trying to earn that max, and I feel like he really did. And even if he doesn't play the rest of the year, I feel like he still should earn that max. I do too. I think when he comes back, I think he'll be fine. Like uh, he's he's young. He'll he'll be able to he'll be able to come back. But yet again, prayers up to Dak. Speed, hopefully for a speedy recovery, and he comes back soon. Hundred percent. And on the night of this recording, we're gonna move on to the next games. Recording this Sunday night, I guess it's kind of Monday morning now as we've hit midnight. We have had the Seahawks. Seahawks, another win. Uh, Game-winning drive. DK Metcalf catches a touchdown pass after dropping a couple. Just kind of like a surprising game. But as I said, the Seahawks literally hate winning by a lot of points. I don't know why. It doesn't (laughs) make sense. Um They've, Their win percentage on that last on that last play to convert was like six percent, was it? Uh, Not no, even. It, so, yeah, six percent. Six percent on the last play. And Vikings go forward on fourth and one. They're up by five. They could have kicked a field goal to go up by eight. Didn't really make much sense to me. If if they kick the field goal, the win percentage goes up zero percent. So they're still at ninety four. And if they were to convert, it would have gone up. To 100% because they could have just ran out the clock. Um, KJ Wright makes a great play. That was a great interception he had. Was it right after halftime when they were making yeah. their run? That was a great interception. They, they put up 21 scoreless. Snagged it right And the Vikings there. finally come back. They go up by five. And then Russell Wilson. I mean, if you want Game someone. Drive. If you want someone with a minute and 47 seconds left to drive down the field. Let Russ cook. I mean, they were on the five-yard line in two minutes. Russell Wilson brought them all the way down. We had a couple drops from DK Metcalf, a drop from David Moore. A couple drops from Tyler Lockett. Yeah, but, I mean, I, they got the ball in the end zone. It was kind of interesting. Wasn't the game that everyone was predicting, the air the air raid from the Seahawks. But, right. Um, I mean, I they got the job done this, this week. This is the first, first game so far this year that the Seahawks haven't put up anything in the first half. They ended up putting up 21 in the third quarter alone which gave them the lead, and then they were held scoreless in the fourth quarter until that last score, which yeah. boosted them over to get a one-point win over the Vikings. Kind of mm. just like an interesting game overall. Chris Carson really got going in the second half. Um, so did Russ. So did like the whole offense, really. Uh, hopefully Jamal Adams can come back because a game like that is some... You need is someone it, You really need someone like a Jamal Adams, which obviously, like, not every team has a Jamal Adams, but we do, and that's really <laughs> just like who you need because we have a He's young a help. we have a young defensive backcourt, and Jamal Adams will really help that out a lot. He's kind of in every play, so once he comes He's back, I don't think we'll have to worry about games like that anymore. Yeah, probably not. I mean, yeah. some of the, some of those TDs that were scored will definitely definitely be towards the help of him. Agreed. Trying to stop, but also I wanted to talk just very briefly. Vikings they won last week. Obviously it. Was close this week, but mm-hmm. looks like from the beginning of the season, looks like they're getting there. They're getting there, feet on the ground slowly. So, I mean, maybe maybe we'll see something interesting for them. They're in an interesting division with the Bears and the Packers. Very, which Packers had bye week this week. 
Yeah, I mean, interesting Thursday night game with the Bears, but yeah, I know. But moving on, we have two games left of this week. Um, a little Monday night football, Chargers Saints, yep, as scheduled, and a little Tuesday, Tuesday night, football, night football, Bills Titans. And since the Bills are playing on Tuesday, obviously, as I said earlier, I know it was kind of confusing as I was talking. It's kind of speeding through it, but uh. Uh, yeah, the Bills they, were supposed to play on Thursday against the Chiefs. That's not going to be happening anymore. They're going to be playing Tuesday against the Titans. So no more Thursday night game. But we got a Tuesday night game. Gonna, which, honestly, I kind of don't, don't mind that because that's going to be a really good game. Mm-hmm. Bills-Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, um, well, shout actually, out to our locks of the week. Me and Will are both 2-0. 2-0. and um, I don't really like the way that my lock of the week went just because Dak. Obviously, I got it, but not a game that. You really want to see yeah. if Dak Prescott goes down or anyone of that manner. Especially like that. Yeah, especially like having the season that he was having. It was just kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That yeah, that really wraps up week five. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's really it. Yeah, so. Um, other than that, we got baseball all week. That's something to look forward to. Playing every game this week. Yeah. Every day this week, there's going to be a game. Be, there should be great series, too, The Teams, there's teams we, we haven't even seen. Two teams, Rays and the Braves. Mm-hmm. And uh, final remarks. Uh, shout out to the Lakers, yep. NBA champions, Congrats. Banner 17. Not happy about it, but I mean, it really, at the is. end of the day, they deserved it. They were better than than the Heat. Than the Heat. Also, shout out the Heat for giving them a fight. I mean, they kind of they shout out Jimmy Butler. Yeah, honestly, he. I mean, to put a team on his back like that, usually in the NBA, you like to see someone. Or you don't like to see they, it, but they outdid everyone's expectations. Yeah, it's like a, it's a league of duos in the league. The Heat didn't really have a duo like that, but Jimmy Butler really took them over the top and made something happen. So, congrats to him. Congrats, even though he didn't win, it was a great run. Congrats yeah. to the Lakers. Uh, shout out to Puck Culture. Yeah, shout out Puck Culture for <laughs> yes, the sir. NHL segment this episode. Yeah. Also, yeah, and I guess other congratulations. Lakers, shout out Kobe for them. Yep, shout out Kobe, rest in peace, Mamba. Um, um, and that's going to do it for got, today's you got, episode. You got socials? Uh, shout out to our socials, of course. That's Inside the Five Pod. Five being the number. Inside the Five Pod, five being the number. We have a TikTok. Yeah, we have a Twitter. We have Instagram. We're going to be posting on all of those. Once again, Inside the Five Pod, five being the number. We got a YouTube. YouTube, and that's coming soon, soon I mean, as we keep soon saying. Soon is what we keep saying, but it's 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 honestly kind of like a grind trying to figure that kind of stuff right. out. Right, we're getting we're, towards we're, it. We're, we're getting closer and closer. Yeah. Um. um I mean, um, week five's over. Now week six, you'll be seeing us. Um, maybe Thursday. Yeah. Oh, oh Friday. totally, totally, yeah. totally forgot <laughs> to say about the schedule thing. So yeah, this is gonna be a Tuesday episode, and Thursday. Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Thursday. I'm with Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say Tuesday, Thursday this week, and if it goes well, we'll keep going Tuesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. And on that note, uh, raise up, raise up, pricey. Bullshit, your lordship, niggas talking yachts and some more shit. I used to run the block, now I'm corporate. Hopping out, you know with sun when the doors lift. Whole squad hide the burners. Mets hat in the sky like Bobby Smurder.